0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast. This is Ron Clements with my wife Patty. Hello. And we have relocated again. We are in Joliet, Illinois, uh, moving down here from Sycamore, still in the Chicagoland area, beginning our Route 66 trip. But happy October. And Patty, you know what October means.
1: Well, I know that the end of September means October Fest, but now it's October, so what?
0: Playoff baseball, baby.
1: Oh, yeah, for some people.
0: Well, both of our teams made it at yeah. least uh, tonight. The Brewers will be playing the Nationals in the National League Wild Card game, and in the American League side, you've got the A's and Rays playing in the Wild Card game. Uh, the NL Wild card winner will go on to play the Dodgers, but
1: the Cardinals the tried Cardinals, to give it away.
0: Oh, the, and the Brewers couldn't capitalize, getting swept in Colorado by the woeful Rockies who end the season with with a a sweep of the team that swept them in the playoffs last year. The Brewers swept the Rockies in the playoffs last year. But, yeah, so I was so ticked off Saturday night when the Cubs beat the Cardinals and then the Brewers had an opportunity to pull even with the cards for the NL Central lead. And... Josh Hader gives up a home run with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, and then the Rockies win it on Trevor Story's home run in the bottom of the tenth, where he just stood at home plate and tried to, like, will the ball fair. He just stood, and, like, he's contorting his body like Carlton Fisk in the World Series, and, like... Hey, if it works... It, it, it worked, because the ball stayed fair. and uh, And then Sunday, the Brewers needed to win and have the Cubs win. Uh, but the Cardinals walloped the Cubs to clinch the division. And then the Brewers goodness. still uh, lost again. And I saw on ESPN, the Nationals have never won a playoff series. But you know what? Even if they beat the Brewers in that wild card game, they still will have never won a playoff series. That's just a one-game thing. It's not a series.
1: All right. Well, let's just hope that whoever the Cardinals can beat
0: they will be playing the Braves starting on Tuesday in Atlanta, but as our as we do our Route sixty six trip, Patty, yes. we will be getting into St Louis on Sunday, where I'll be doing that home run on wheels book signing at the Fairview Heights and at the Barnes and Noble in Fairview Heights rather. The Cardinals will be playing that day against the Braves in St Louis, but they also play Monday night in St Louis, so I am thinking that we might have to uh, check out some Cardinals playoff baseball.
1: We'll see. If nothing else, we'll go out and watch it yeah. with our. With my fellow fans, that is. <laughs> but let's talk about another sports team.
0: What's that? The Bears. The Bears. Yeah, so how was your experience Sunday at your first ever Bears game at Soldier Field?
1: It was awesome. Um, it was took a bit to get there because we took the train in, which was it, which is great. I love the train. We took that several times over our time in Chicago and it's it's so nice to be able to take public transportation we did a lot of walking got a lot of steps in and that's good for us um but you know we got to the stadium and got into our seats a little bit late after kickoff didn't get to see the first
0: we actually missed the first series that the bears had where mitch trubisky got injured right dislocated left shoulder but it's not going to require surgery so
1: yeah, um, all of a sudden I'm like, um, why is Chase Trubisky? Daniel? Why is Chase Daniel
0: playing? Right? <laughs> right. Daniel actually played pretty well though, but you know he's a seasoned vet who learned under Drew Brees. So,
1: yeah, I was I was impressed with the way he played and uh, as especially Packers, the result. Thank you. As a
0: Packers fan though, I w- the Bears did win, but as a Packers fan with the Bears playing the Vikings, I was hoping for a tie. Yeah, whatever. But I do think it's really really cool. So they had these bobbleheads, these giant bobbleheads of Khalil Mack, George Hallis, and Bronco Nagurski in the main concourse. And we went down there, because you noticed them when you went down there to the gift shop. Well, we see this woman, this gray-haired woman, taking a picture with Bronco Nagurski's bobblehead. And then we find out that that is Bronco Nagurski's daughter. The Bears, yeah, that's it's, crazy. It's the 100th season of the Chicago Bears. So they had an alumni weekend this past weekend. And they they were highlighting the players who played in the 1930s. So Bronco Nagurski's uh, children were there with their families. And Virginia Jamis was there. She grew up in Minnesota because after her dad retired from the NFL, he moved to Minnesota. So she grew up in Minnesota, lives in Houston now, had never been to Soldier Field before.
1: Yeah, I think that's crazy. How, how does that I, I happen? Know, right? Yeah.
0: And so it was really cool meeting her and, and talking to her. And I hope you're listening right now, Virginia. It was a pleasure. Uh, you seem like a wonderful lady and safe travels back to Houston. Uh, but that that was neat, and I, I was like showing that picture to Bears fans, like, "Hey, get, guess who we just met on our walkabout?" <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, it was really cool, and I really liked the stadium. It was fun to see. Everybody talks about how it looks like a spaceship landed in the old stadium, but I don't know. I think it's pretty cool, and you get to you can see from the concourse, you can see where some of the old seats were mm-hmm. in the old stadium. That, Very
0: far away from the field. Yeah, those old seats. Right. Uh, I I am disappointed at the ticket prices. Uh, th- um, I guess. Hello, NFL. Yeah, that has nothing to do with out, the stadium. Outrageous, and it was what. What really makes it disappointing is that you you look around the stadium, very few children, and you at know, least
1: in the section we were in. But that was probably a good thing given the NSFW yeah, 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 com- the language <laughs> that was
0: being spoken in our, in our section. But yep. you know, like you you talk about going, or you think about going to a professional sporting event, and you know you you think about. You know, dads taking their sons, you know. Uh, husbands and wives taking their their sons and daughters. And we saw very few children. And the children we did see were like toddlers who, you know, wouldn't even be able to appreciate it. So, you know, it's just like I I, I wish it – it's across all sports. I just wish that it, it, they weren't pricing out the average family because that's really what they're doing. And yeah. It's, it's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, and hockey is expensive too. You know, we went to yeah. the Blackhawks game – We got got
0: lucky. Because we told the Blackhawks that I was writing the sports fans guide to Route Sixty Six book and it was a preseason game, but the Blackhawks did comp us tickets and when they told us that they were comping us those tickets, I'm expecting something up in the you know, the like the last row in the upper deck. Right. Which would have been fine, seats, section two oh six at United Center, and I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised at how good these seats were. And first impression of United Center, it's huge.
1: Is ginormous. Yeah, it's
0: the biggest hockey-slash-basketball arena in the country, and... and uh, it's hockey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell. Unfortunately for the home team, when we were there, uh, the Blackhawk got walloped by the Washington Capitals, who the Blues will open the season against this week, uh, the Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. That right, is them. As you wear your Jacks, Philadelphia... Jackson YB. Yes. Stanley Cup champions t-shirt. But uh, we're on the Route 66 trip now. Kind of had a busy weekend, of course, with the Blackhawks and the Bears game. My Friday night football game, high school football game, got washed out because of lightning. Uh, But I'm going to try another one back up in the Chicago area at Hinsdale South. I was at Hinsdale Central last Friday, but then the game got postponed. But we had plans on Saturday, so I couldn't go to the rescheduled game on Saturday because you and I met with your cousins for for breakfast. We
1: did. And by the way, Friday night... I was getting my bear's nails done, so let's not gloss over that. <laughs> I've got my li- nice little ombre with my bear's colors, and mm-hmm. it brought us a win. Thank you.
0: No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and your cousins were very impressed with your nails, is especially. They're bears
1: fans as well. Yeah. Because they're smart. Right. <laughs> especially <laughs> Linda.
0: She was impressed. Yeah. I think Bill was impressed too, but um. But anyway, and then uh, after breakfast, we took the train into the city again, and we went to the Chicago Order Institute, which is where Route 66 begins. So we took the sign, or we, we took the sign. No, yeah. We, no, we, and we, now
1: you've admitted it, so the cops <laughs> are going to find us. Way to go, uh, we, Ron. We took a
0: picture of the signs. There are three of them, actually. Um, so we, we took a picture of all three, including a selfie in front of one of them. So four total pictures. But... Uh, and now we're we're doing this thing. I'm kind of excited about it. And that,
1: I'm excited too. But you know, I was also very excited about the surprise you had for me last week.
0: Yeah, I I, I wanted to come back to that one. You know, kind of saving the best for last with the with, with the plans. But first, first, what what do you think of the art institute?
1: I loved it, and you know, I just love art museums anyway. And you never have enough time. There's always so much to see.
0: It is impossible to see everything in that museum in one day.
1: Yeah, and and you could never see everything in a, in any museum that I know of in one day. Well, maybe some very small ones, obviously, but but um, I, if I lived in Ch- the Chicagoland area, I would totally have a membership and then mm-hmm. just you know, you could take it a piece by piece or whatever. But you know, a couple of the first things we started on the f- lower level. Yeah. And one of the first things we saw was the paperweights.
0: Those which are is very pretty
1: it was very pretty it's, it's something unexpected something you
0: expect to see in an art museum yeah right these colorful paperweights one we had like this uh orient um theme to it and there was like a dragonfly in, in the middle of it and it, uh, it was really really neat uh but then i i think i know the answer to this question but what was the what what were you most impressed by at the art institute
1: it's hard to say. One of my favorite things was the Chagall windows. Um, they were made by Mark Chagall. They were dedicated to Mayor Daley, um, in his memory. And there was a mention of Mark Chagall and how he felt after World War II. There was like a dove on there. And it was just, they were called the window, America's windows, I think and so
0: statue of liberty is in there statue
1: of liberty the chicago skyline um also just like a dedication to the arts so there's like painting they had like a palette to represent that and musicians and all these different things so it, those were really beautiful uh, very colorful there was so much uh the miniature rooms
0: yeah, the Thorn miniature rooms, I that that was the thing I was most impressed by because the detail that went into those things like I do not have a steady enough hand to know that I could paint something microscopic and and that's what they did with these things because mm-hmm. because you notice on one of uh, a couple of the rooms that the artwork inside these rooms that are no bigger than a uh, chessboard the the art on the walls was some of the art on the walls was commissioned art. Just yes. for those rooms.
1: So you could actually, when you go into the museum, you can download their app and you can, where they have the little headphones with the number by them, you can select it and you can listen to the information about it. And that was one of the ones I listened to was saying that some of the art was actually, she didn't want the art uh, to be just copies of something. She right. wanted, so she actually commissioned artists. They sent uh, she sent her sister to visit Picasso and tried to get him to do something, but he just kind of laughed at him and slammed the door <laughs> that in that their is. face. But
0: <laughs> there is some Picasso artwork in the museum, but just not in Absolutely. the rooms.
1: Absolutely right, but it it was so cool. And and as you had mentioned to me before, and what I found also very interesting was just the dimension and as much detail that went into behind what was behind them. Uh, the other yeah,
0: the one would the you call it the detail outside of the rooms was just as or even more impressive than the detail of the items inside the room
1: yeah so it looking was, through the windows yes, of it, the room to the background or behind like it there
0: was a, a door that went out to a balcony there was there were sculptures or uh, um vegetation on the balcony and and uh, yeah just so impressed There was uh, one window, it was like a a California den or something like that, and it had like the San Francisco skyline out the window off this balcony. I mean, it's like so cool. At night, so it was lit up. Yeah, so cool. And that is, uh, again, the Thorn Miniature Rooms there, the downstairs at the Chicago Art Institute, but it's so much great stuff in there, the uh, um, Sunday at the Park by George Surratt, Uh, american American gothic gothic of course is one of the most famous uh pieces of art at the chicago art institute so um if you're there take a couple days to do it because it's awesome and then you can be like us and start route 66 right there you (laughs) go (laughs) but Uh, let's
1: talk about what happened before that
0: what happened before that my surprise oh yeah on thursday so wednesday was the blackhawks friday i got washed out with the high school football game saturday art institute sunday bears game and then Monday, we got to Joliet, and now we're here. Uh, I have an interview lined up this afternoon with Kurt Heron of the Joliet Herald News. And then tomorrow, I'm going down to the University of Illinois Springfield to, uh, to interview the athletic director for the upcoming book, A Sports Fan's Guide to Route 66. Uh, but Thursday, I hyped up the surprise so much. You did figure it out Wednesday night, though, you cheeky, sneaky girl. <laughs> um but we went to see Hamilton, and it, it was awesome. It was awesome. King George stole the show. He did, oh, the, the, and the guy who played Thomas Jefferson was awesome as well.
1: They it, all it, of the acting, all of the performances, they yeah. were all excellent. Yeah, they,
0: they they really were. And Miguel Cervantes was awesome as as Alexander Hamilton. But yeah, King George though was like the star of the show, even though he only but he only was had like three or four scenes. But, like, all but one scene where you saw King George III, it was only him. True. He was in another scene with other people, but every other time he was just giving, it it was just him solo. And it was hilarious. The falsetto you said he sang with was. Yeah, he had a great falsetto. The the, the mannerisms and and the the body movement. Oh, my God. It was hysterical. Uh, it
1: was and yeah. and it was just that theater is beautiful i wish that we would have been able to tour it there is a tour you can take of the theater but the timing just didn't work out right. for us but yeah that was a great that was a great surprise honey well they, done
0: better than bruno mars
1: different than bruno mars i don't know if i can say better
0: oh okay same I, as maybe? yeah yeah okay just different i will say as much as we love hamilton the best play we have still ever seen is come from way which we saw in july when we were up there for the All in cleveland when we were up there for the all star game come come from way is phenomenal definitely uh, yeah and, well and in both and, cases and, and, and that's taken nothing away from hamilton because hamilton has d- deserves all of the accolades it gets
1: absolutely but in both cases you know it's both historical right and they leave you wanting more information i want to learn more about Hamilton. I know. Right? I kind of purposely stayed away from any of that. I mean, I knew a little bit from yeah. history. I mean, it wasn't a surprise ending or anything. Right.
0: Aaron Burr kills Alexander Hamilton. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, I wanted to I actually want to know more about his wife.
0: Right. Yeah. Eliza.
1: Because you learn, especially at the end,
0: all, she, she all that, that she has done.
1: Woman. Right. All that she did to make things better in the world
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and, and promote s- what
0: he did even though he was and he did have an affair which is covered in the play but um but yeah hamilton if you get a chance to see it go see it it's playing in chicago through january i'm um, not sure where it's going from there but it's it's awesome uh and come from away is also on tour so if you get a chance to see that uh patty and i love the theater and maybe that should be our next, you know, thing. Let's get some kids out to the theater. I, I don't know if we can make that Actually, that would be kind of fun. It would be awesome. I think it would be great. <laughs> uh, kids in the arts. That's another, that's that's kind of something that's uh, kind of lost, honestly.
1: You do see it some places. In Louisville, we went to that Shakespeare in the Park, and they had this art program, and that was actually for kids who were homeschooled. Right. And so it was a place for them to be able to interact with other kids and have...
0: Yeah, um, like a a school experience. Right, right. Extracurricular activities. So, well, from here, we are going to be going down to Pontiac and Atlanta, Illinois, before we get to St. Louis, before we get to Fairview Heights, where Sunday, I'll be doing that book signing at the Barnes & Noble in Fairview Heights from 1 to 4, co-hosted by Hoylton Youth and Family Services. If you're in the St. Louis area... A portion of the book sales will be donated back to Hoylton Fam- uh, Youth and Family Services. Reps from Hoylton will be there to talk to anybody interested in learning more about foster care and how they can get involved. So, if you're again, if you're in the St. Louis area, and I, I really appreciate uh, Brendan Weesey of KTRS from having me on Monday night to discuss the book signings. So if you're out in the area, please come on out. I got uh, Theo Tate with the Alton Advantage News also. Uh, spoke with me about the book signing and our Home Run on Wheels mission. So again, if you're in the St. Louis area, coming out 1-4, to 4, Barnes & Noble in Fairview Heights, Home Run on Wheels book signing. Hope to see you there. Proceeds will benefit foster care organizations. Thanks so much for listening to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. We will talk to you next week from St. Louis. Go River. No! Waiting.
1: For-